Another uh, SRS podcast. Um, today we're joined with Dr. Jay Shapiro. So first, thanks for joining us, Dr. Shapiro. Uh, quick little bit about him and the reason he's joining us today is he's currently the historian of the SRS. Prior to that, where I guess in addition to that, he was a pediatric orthopedic surgeon out of Austin, Texas, where he's a clinical professor at UT Southwestern, and he was previously the chief of the orthopedics um, at the Dell Medical Center. So uh, Dr. Shapiro, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, Tell us about the great work you guys do in the History Society. So maybe start with there. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you. Um, just a word of clarification. Actually, I'm a, a, a clinical professor at the Dell uh, Medical School now that the Dell Medical School opened up. So I transferred allegiance there. Um, but uh, basically, yeah, we the, his, the History Committee functions in kind of a little bit of an unusual fashion in that um, the historians, the, the past two historians, the historian that's, that's here now, and uh, the uh, person who we hopefully will have as the future historian. So all four of us kind of make up the, his, the historian line. It's kind of a, a bastardization of the uh, presidential line, uh, not nearly as important. Uh, but basically, it gives uh, quite a few. Uh, so we actually have some decent history in the group of kind of what's going on and, and what we're doing. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about uh, our most recent visit to the archives in Kansas City. Um, we haven't, we typically will go almost once a year uh, as an ability of all of us to get together with the archivists there and, and kind of go through what we're doing, trying to move things forward with the archive. But we hadn't been able to go for about two years because of COVID. So uh, it was actually a, a really great visit. The other uh, members of the group, uh, Beirut Zagmarnia, who was a historian a uh, uh, couple of times ago, and then uh, George Thompson, who was the uh, historian before I took over this past uh uh, meeting, and then um, Rick Schwind, who is uh, on tab to be the next historian after me. So all four of us were there, uh, along with Laura uh, uh, Pezar, our, our uh, SRS uh, person. And then um, because of uh, Dr. Agbarnia's involvement, um, one of his, uh, one of the uh, SRS members, uh, 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 Pat Costrell, was also there. So it was it was a, a, a really nice visit um, and allowed us to to talk about a lot of things. Um, I can run through some things that are that are in the works and kind of catch up to date and get the, the, the group up to date and what what we're planning and what's happening. If you want me to do that. Yeah, I'm sure the membership would love to hear that. So maybe give us a little quick update on how what you guys went over the trip and maybe next, I guess, the immediate future for the History Society. Yeah. So basically, the, the biggest thing that's happening is that hopefully by uh, September, October, we're going to have a archivist hired by the SRS who actually will be on a one year contract. And the idea is that we need to have somebody come in and organize all the all the uh, data that we've got and all the uh, um, uh, artifacts and everything that we've got and get it in a form where if somebody wants to find things that there's a kind of bring it up to date so that we've got it cataloged and organized. Um, it's interesting that if you get a chance to go to the archives and uh, very upfront about the fact that the archives is open to any SRS member, um, all you've got to do is, is let Laura know or one of us, uh, one of the historians know 
uh, and we can get in contact with the people there. Our goal is to make it so that it becomes a lot easier for somebody to see the archives. They don't have to call ahead to make sure that the, the people at KU know they're there. It is an unbelievable place to visit. There is the uh, Harrington collection that the University of uh, Kansas has, um, and it is uh, pretty phenomenal. It has the instrumentation all the way back to all of Harrington stuff, all his old stuff, and then all the instrumentation that has have come since then uh, going through the development of the instrumentation. And it seems kind of like that, you know, that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, you know, I'm using so much different instrumentation. It is incredibly important for us to keep all these things because actually it helped in the pedicle screw, screw litigation because there was documentation before the FDA uh, had put in some of their rules. And actually for, uh, for us doing growth guided procedures, um, that the, the fact that we had documentation that they were doing uh, growing procedures with Harrington instrumentation allowed us to be able to okay, get the FDA to say, yeah, this predated uh, our rules. And so, yes, you can use the magic rod, you can use uh, growing procedures in children with FDA approval. So it seems kind of like self-serving as a historian saying, hey, yeah, we need to keep all this stuff, but it really has made a difference in what happens to the society. Um, Very so, good. Yeah, it's great. And I guess maybe I guess next thing in a lot of the SRS memberships mind is uh, upcoming meeting in Stockholm, Sweden. Is there going to be a sort of history section presence there? Yeah, actually, what we we came to the conclusion, and what I wanted to try and do as historian was that I wanted to have an exhibit at each meeting that related to the area. So uh, for for Stockholm. Uh, we uh, have one of the uh, SRS members from Stockholm has put together a, a poster um, that basically outlines the history of spine deformity surgery in Sweden. Uh, and it's pretty interesting, some of the, uh, some of the, you know, the developments, and we've got some fairly decent illustrations. I'd like it in the future to be a little bit more interactive, and hopefully we'll have, uh, depending on the location, have uh, some actual um, instrumentation or bracing or other things. So it's a little bit more interactive, but it's one of the things that we want to do is every time we go to a location, delve into the, the history of that location. And, uh, that also then becomes part of the, uh, part of the archives. Um, it's one of those things that, um, that, uh, hopefully on every annual meeting we'll have, we'll have that process happen. Um, and if we can get an, if we have an archivist available, uh, depending on how things work out after the first year, uh, then the goal would be to have the archivist help that person or persons uh, in that uh, country or that location, say it's Seattle, uh, you know, get together their, the, the, the presentation and, and thing for the, for the meeting. Um, so hopefully everybody will get a chance to, to, to take a look at that. It is, it's fairly interesting and, and really kind of goes into uh, the contributions all the way from Nockhamson to uh, the current, uh, current members. That sounds interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, maybe just stepping back a second, how did you get involved in the history section and sort of maybe tell members that, that little story of yours? 
Yeah. So, you know, I, um, I started out, it's interesting. Um, I was a historian for the pediatric orthopedic society for, uh, six years and I kind of, kind of got roped into that. Uh, one of my, uh, fellow mates, uh, from Scottish Rite, um, was the historian. And, and, uh, after he was on his way out, uh, I kind of got pegged to be the historian and I've always had an interest in history. I served on, uh, both the committee for the SRS and uh, for POSNA. Um, and really what kind of happened, I was on the committee at that time. We had multiple committee members at, at the SRS, and it's been like the fifth or sixth or seventh committee I've been on or chaired or, or those things. And, and um, as it turns out, the historian at the time was uh, Beirut Akbarnia, and, and Beirut has kind of been a mentor for me, or really has been a mentor for me uh, from the time I was a resident. He was still in St. Louis when I was in St. Louis, and so we've maintained a friendship over the years, and um, he and George Thompson both have a uh, significant historical interest, and uh, it just ended up, Beirut goes, well, you're going to be the next historian, and I'm kind of going, oh, Okay, I guess so. Um, and that's kind of how it happened. The rest is history, as they say. Yeah. Um, so maybe just in line with that, is there any members who want to get involved or is there a way to they reach out to you and get involved? Yeah, actually, you know, the goal, one of the goals of the society is, is that we're kind of changing at this point. I'm probably, uh, you know, in my, I'm in my, in my early 60s, at least so far, I'll be 64 in October. Um, but my my group, my age group, is kind of the last group that experienced a lot of the development of spine deformity surgery. Um, you know, so the younger group, for us, I, I you know, I, I met most of the people that we talk about historically for the SRS. The younger group coming in, have don't have that background and and the goal is to get the younger people involved because it really is important if you really look back there's nothing that we knew now everything we think of as an innovation somebody probably did something very similar in the late 1800s or early 1900s it's really kind of remarkable now a lot of times it wasn't successful but the ideas were there. So there's kind of this thing that nothing's really new again. If you don't kind of understand the history of where we came from, then your innovations are just not going to be as good. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things that if we can get some of the younger members interested, there are things that we can get them if they're interested in helping. One of the things is making sure that we have the timeline uh, that was set up for the 50th anniversary meeting uh, to fill it out more so that we've got a place on the website where people can go to that really goes through kind of when things were developed, a little bit about the people that developed them, a little bit about the history of how that was developed. And it's, it involves things that we use every day when we're operating on our patients. So um, that's kind of the way we can get people involved if they're interested, and especially if they've got an interest in a specific area let us know. We're more than happy to, to get them involved and get them uh, helping us uh, put that together. And should they reach out to you directly or, or? They can. They can reach out to me. Any of the four of us in the historian line or, or Laura also with the SRS office. 
um, and and we can get we can get them involved and in that process. I, you know, one of the things that we're in the middle of the website redesign, and that's another focus of the group is trying to get as much as possible uh, online and get it to where it's accessible easily for everybody. Um, we obviously want you to come and visit, and um, the people who visited the archives will tell you it's there's nothing nothing like that but we want that available online and that'll focus around the timeline and so that people have an ability to do that right now the historical site is incredibly difficult to get to on the on the website and we kind of were pushed back for financial reasons until this website redesign but the goal is to have uh the interviews that we have with everybody if people don't know, we have video interviews with everybody who was a president of the society, anybody who um, won any of the awards, lifetime achievement award winners. All those people are all um, have video interviews. And it's it's really pretty interesting, especially when you find out that either who you trained with or the person who trained you actually trained with these people. Um, it really is interesting. That's great, Dr. Shapiro. So um, quickly, I think our time's kind of running out here. My big takeaways from our little conversation here was that all members can visit the archives. I didn't know that was an opportunity. So yeah. uh, in Kansas City, Missouri, if you ever go into KU, you can check out that. Sounds like a really good opportunity. Um, and then I, I like the idea of getting more and more sort of local history from at annual meetings. So I look forward to what they have in store in Stockholm. Anything else yeah. from your end you want to touch on quickly? No, I, I think I think that's pretty much covered everything. I appreciate you guys giving us the opportunity to talk to everybody. All right, well, very good. So again, anybody who wants to get involved can uh, reach out to Dr. Shapiro. Otherwise, look forward to seeing everybody in Stockholm. Have a great day. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you there. Bye. The Scoliosis Research Society is a nonprofit professional organization made up of physicians and allied health personnel. Their primary focus is on providing continuing medical education for healthcare professionals and on funding and supporting research in spinal deformities. Please visit srs.org for further information.